Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Guilty Movie Pleasures. In-depth discussion on movies, no matter how guilty they make you feel. Yeah, Guilty Movie Pleasure fans! How's it going? This is my last episode. I was just trying to mouth along. I was just seeing if I could mouth along. I don't know why I did that. I looked over to you. I thought you were doing like the, the Cat and Dean, the SNL, where they sing the songs. I have no idea what my impulse was for that. Just to really fuck up your last intro. Man, you really did it. You really brought it to solid. I see you over there lip sync battling me. Like, I'm going to sue you Do for you know people, defamation of character. Do you know people that when you're talking to them, they like, mouth along with uh, you. It, sometimes my dad does it, it just freaks a little me bit. Out. Yeah, I, I can't. Anyways, stand keep it. going. I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, totally <laughs> off subject. Yeah, uh, <laughs> today is my last episode co-hosting this wonderful show here with Ben Begley. Um, uh, I, am, I believe you've been hosting it, and I've been the co-host. I so think we is, host together. I you you are the master, <laughs> and I have been the student. Well, t- next week is your turn to become the and master. I my am friend. terrified. Throwing you in, into the fire. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, this is my last uh, episode on Go to Movie Pleasures. It's been about two years. It's been a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, I really have enjoyed all the tweets, all the movies, all the conversations, all the laughs I've had on here with Ben and my first co-host Steve and all the people at Popcorn Talk and Schmoes Know for giving me this opportunity. So thank you, thank you very much. Uh, it has been a great ride for those people that have been asking me what I'm doing next. Uh, really, just concentrating on Between the Sheets, some Schmoes Collider, hopefully selling. A game show, uh, working on a couple scripted things with some buddies, and um, just uh, moving on, maybe starting my own podcast based on some TV stuff, so we'll see. But all of that is in the works, but for now... Today, we are talking, we have waited my entire tenure of this program to talk this movie. The movie is Airborne. Uh, here to talk with me about it today, as always, yes. is my co-host Ben Begley. You guys know him from the Funhouse Massacre and coming this February <laughs> on the Hallmark Channel. Tear at the heartstrings. It's called Love with a Side of Violin. It's Ben Begley, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Oh man, you went out on a great one because that was the weirdest one yet. Because I thought it was, it, I'm confused though. Is the title <laughs> is the title "Tear at the Heartstrings"? Uh, Love with a side of violin, yes. or is it? Get ready to tear at the heartstrings because this movie's called Love with a Side of Violin. No, I, I actually kind of like <laughs> if it's the longest title ever. I will go with the longest title. Okay, ever. yeah, there okay. you go. Tear at the heartstrings. Love with a side of violin. Yes, tear the heartstrings. Love <laughs> with the side of violin. Starring Ben Bentley. I loved watching that though because I could tell you were thinking of something. You were biding time. Going, din, 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 din. What the fuck am I gonna say? Something about heartstrings and uh, oh, I'm doing a violin. Exactly. One hundred percent. You saw it. So good. I'm gonna uh, miss those. Uh, I'm gonna miss that's you, man. That's not gonna happen anymore. I can't do that for myself. That's just weird. If I'm like. Guys, with me is whoever the new co-host is, and I'm Ben Begley from... It's just be weird. I can't do it. Well, if it retires with me, it retires with me. If he dies, he dies. Um, <laughs> if the joke dies, it dies. Hey, you got an attitude problem? Yeah, a little one. Fuck, oh, I love Cobra. <laughs> oh, I could just do Cobra again this week. Yeah, we could always do Cobra. Hey, you know what? You... Uh, I want to hear when you first saw Airborne because okay. I just saw it last night for the first time for, ever. And I've been begging you to watch yes. this movie. And I've and, been very hesitant because um, it sounds on the surface completely terrible. Uh, it sounds that way. I'll, I'll explain how I feel about it after. I want to hear you, though. I Here's the thing. is Because you saw this as a kid, right? Oh, yeah. I saw it at theaters. <laughs> yeah, 93. Yeah, 93, 93. 11 years old. Okay, so... Uh, I've, been, I've talked about this. I don't know how I missed this. I don't know how I, I missed I'm this. I'm shocked that so even, many people have missed this I even movie. rollerbladed to a decent degree, although yeah. I was that nervous kid who couldn't figure out how to brake when going down a hill. And I so took I just, off my brakes. I just roll into a bush Oh yeah, to stop. I dove into yards, bushes, yeah, ponds, pools. Okay, whatever. good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. No, I am... Um, 
Every time I bring this up on Schmoes or Collider or anything, everybody's like, Airborne? I have mean, heard of that. Like, one in 20 people know what Airborne is, yeah. or they're like, Airborne, is that the one with Seth Green or yada, yada, yada? This was, when the trailer came out for this movie on TV, I ran to my mother, and I was like, we are going to see Airborne. You are taking me, or you're dropping me off at the movie theater. It's Because I was obsessed with rollerblading and skateboarding. Yeah. Anything that had wheels and could be considered an X Games type sport, I loved it. Because it was right around the infancy of X Games, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the uh, beginning of it, I think the I was first reading. first X Games, I think, was in 92 or yeah, so it was like it was, right off the cusp. It was like yeah. riding the wave of that. Right. Oh, See what exactly. I did and in those first X Games, they had Rollerblade Halfpipe, Rollerblade Downhill Racing. Uh, they had it all. They had Rollerblade Street. They had all that kind yeah. of stuff. And then one day, one day, somebody figured out that rollerblading looked gay. Or that looked like pansy-ish. Or you looked like a dork doing it. Yeah. And it was uncool. It was yeah. done. And one, I don't know why. One day because, it became a punchline for sure. Yes. Yeah. Which is funny to me because no offense to the skateboarders out there. In my mind, skateboarding looks just as ridiculous. Yes. I feel like But longboarding? Yeah, I feel like yeah. I feel like both have merits and I sure. and I respect And I did them both and I think they're really difficult things to do. But if you, the reason I'm saying skateboarding looks silly is if you're going to say rollerblading looks sk- silly, skateboarding looks equally as silly. Yes. They should you should just accept them both. There shouldn't be this dividing line. It's the, it's a difference of like ice skating and snowboarding. It's the same yeah. thing. Plus it drives me the skateboarders drive me crazy. When I went to the um, Natural History Museum to look at dinosaur skeletons, which is awesome. It's just a bunch of punk kids. I sound like such an old man. <laughs> Get off my history museum, please. I'm trying to learn about dinosaurs. And they're just like popping and doing all these stupid tricks. See, I'd like, sit by and be like, oh, this skateboarder is sweet doing dope ass tricks. They weren't doing dope ass tricks. They were just making a lot of noise. Oh, uh, yeah. Skateboarding is loud. I sound like the old man you who do. wants you to get yeah. off my lawn. But I would still, if anybody, well, I was in, uh, when I was in Italy, I was doing my study abroad over there, and uh, we were going to a soccer game, and there was these kids like ollieing off these like marble stairs. And if anybody knows anything about skateboarding or rollerblading, the best place to grind is on marble because it's smooth. It's, you know, you just got to know. Sure. And so I had, I just had like a pair tennis shoes on and these they were like 12 and 13 year old Italian kids and I was like can I borrow your skateboard and they were like no and then I like got some good speed and I pop ollied off these stairs and I was automatically accepted into their crew like they were just like oh and they started yelling were- Italian I was like American and they were like Americana yeah skateboard I was like yeah awesome. so maybe that's why I was angry at these kids because I know I could never do anything oh, yeah. that they were doing yeah. well I will say when I went to see Airborne in the theater I was immediately ensconced with Mitchell Goose and, and the whole crew and was the- he even an actor I don't I don't think he's ever done anything really. He really hasn't. If you look at his IMDb profile, he has like two credits. This and was one he just of the pro thing. Was he a pro sports guy or I something? I think he or? was like a professional Because there's very little trivia on this either. I no. looked at Well, it's, nobody knows what this movie is. It only has 9% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a travesty, Grey Drake. I'm coming for you. Um, and Matt Atchity. Jagger. I beat us in the front of the friggin' Schmodown. Anyway, so uh, I went to see in the theaters, and then I went the, to see the again. Schmodown was rigged this year. Yeah, of course. I mean, we can, we can say it now. Obviously. It's been a long time. Uh, VH, I had it on VHS. It used to come on TV all the time, like TBS, TNT back in the day. I've never even heard of it until you mentioned it. I This was maybe three years ago was the last time I saw it on TV. It was in the middle of the night. You know me, I don't really sleep that much. Kind of an insomnia. You're texting me at like one in the morning, and then you're texting me after I go to bed and before I wake up. And I'm like, <laughs> Jesus, do I just sleep too much? What's going I on I don't here? sleep enough, clearly. And... Um, and I, I, I had to keep it, and I tried to record it, but it was like midway through the movie, and I missed it because it would stay in my DVR forever. Why did, haven't you bought this on DVD or something yet? If you I, I think so there's something like special about when it comes on TV. You like I'm the surprise? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But it, because it's no longer on TV, I, w- I will probably buy it on DVD and add it to my two collection: uh, Journey Live in Houston and the Pittsburgh Steelers DVD when they won the Super Bowl against the Seahawks, Super Bowl Forty, guys. And uh, I'll, maybe I'll add Airborne to that. And obviously, Bad Boys Two. Uh, just saying, if anybody is looking for a Christmas present for next year, you know what to get uh, and me. Bad Boys 3 is coming out. Oh, I can't wait. Ugh. So, um, before we talk more about Airborne, I feel like we should do the uh, part oh, in three I, minutes. Oh, actually, you wanted, well, yeah. Because I've been begging you to watch yeah. this, so you watched it last night. What did you think? I watched it last night at 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I rented it on Amazon. And I will say, guys, sorry way. to interrupt real quick. Yeah. You texted me, can you grab sound clips for today, because I'm watching it in bed, and Renee is already asleep, so I don't want to wake her up. Well, I wasn't watching I was watching it downstairs with headphones in, but uh, the bedroom's right above us, so it would have been noisy, mm. so I was sitting there with my little FM headphones <laughs> I got for $10 that kind of make the sound a little shitty. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I watched it, and at first I was just kind of like, I, te- I think I texted you, I was like, this is like Point Break without the bank robbing. Yes. And in the opening. And I was really ready to just be like, this is stupid. And then I found myself being really charmed by the movie and thinking it was pretty funny. I especially like the aunt and uncle. Yeah, they're hysterical. They're hilarious. Yeah. And 
I liked, especially the uncle. I liked uh, how quickly it gets into the action. I liked yeah. his relationship with Seth Green. I think that um, the the stereotypes of the school kids are ridiculous yeah. but hilarious, and um, it's a very loose plot. I, I didn't even watch a trailer. I, I wanted to go into it having no idea. So until they really started establishing the prep kids or whatever, yeah. like Brain, whatever, or Blaine. Uh, Blaine? Blaine. Oh, God. He's the biggest baby. Uh, when he, like, throws the chair in the restaurant, like, Jack! whatever. We have a clip. We'll oh, play it. so bit. good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I ended up really liking it. I thought that the stunts in it were, uh, you know, it's a completely ridiculous movie. But yeah. I wouldn't even call it a bad movie. I'd just call it a piece of... <clears throat> late 80s, early 90s nostalgia because it has 80s bleeding into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Let's face it, the first five years of the 90s still very much felt yes, like the 80s. Yes, yes. Um, Up until Nirvana ruined everybody's childhood, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was still the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Nirvana, and, the but I, the the last race sequence was insane and it was shot really well. And you can see why this director went on to do more action and stuff. good cinematography and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, I had fun watching it. Honestly, I had, I had more fun. I was, I was ready for more this. fun watching this than the new Point Break. Then the new Point Break. Oh yeah, which I, you haven't seen. I saw it. Oh, you did. I saw the new Point Break. I'm not super in. I I don't have a huge affinity for the first one because uh, I've only seen it a couple times. Okay. I don't know it like, like I know me. like like Terminator Two or right, something. Right, you right. know. Um, but I thought the stunt scenes were incredible in, yeah. in Point Break. But I thought the movie was shitty. But mm-hmm. I, I I went there specifically to be like action. Okay, cool. Right. But it's not a good movie. This one at least. Um, it just was fun. It was a lot of fun. I, I was prepared to come in and be like, this is your garbage pail, kids. Yeah. yeah fuck you. And I, or I was actually kind of scared to go out on a note where I'm just bashing your movie, but I enjoyed it. See? Yes. I enjoyed it. So Airborne. you converted me to the rollerblading kingdom of Airborne. Go out and rent, watch, buy, uh, spread the word of Airborne. Not actually, don't spread an Airborne virus, guys. That's, that's, no, no, no. Spread no. the word of Airborne. It is an amazing rollerblading movie. And if anything, really, just go out to your local Play Against Sports or perhaps a sports store and start the rollerblading trend. I got again. rollerblades. I would love to keep rollerblading. I got rollerblades for Christmas a couple Man, years ago. I, I've, I've rollerbladed about seven times yeah. in the last three years. But every time I do, I'm like, this is kind of fun. Yeah. Hurts your groin a little after a and while. It really hurts my back sometimes. My lower bit. back and my groin yeah. just on fire afterwards. Not the best. And you forget how unsafe they are. I think, yeah. like, here's the thing. You can't really stop that well on skateboards either. you got to, like, run off them. But rollerblading, you had those backstoppers, which lasted about two weeks, mm-hmm. and then you were just on metal. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say I had a really major rollerblading injury, which is kind of why I stopped rollerblading. But we played a ton of roller hockey, which was awesome. Oh, man. I was never good enough to do any sports ever. And I, my the hill where I grew up on, my brother and I called it the devil's backbone a little bit. Mostly me calling it the devil's backbone. My brother being like, you're an idiot. But I would start every – like I would start a lot every summer day and I'd like walk all the way to the top and then skate all the way down and keep doing it. And then I fell so many times like hurting myself that I – I had goalie pads, and I would wear the goalie pads, elbow pads, and like a helmet. And then if I needed to fall, I could like jump on the goalie pads real quick. And That's then amazing. Ru- and then I ruined the goalie pads. And then finally, the final straw was I was coming down, no pads. Thought it was a badass like Mitchell Goosen, even though Mitchell Goosen had pads on. Kids wear pads. And uh, I hit a rock like right near my house, and I just ate it, separated my right shoulder, oh. and had, I still have like a strawberry on my shoulder that was just, it was totally shredded, just uh, absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Ooh. But hey, when I was living the dream on those rollerblades, I was living that Mitchell Goosen dream. We were just living that dream. Yeah. All right. Let's let's do the plot in under three minutes. Okay. Uh, my final time doing this. This is this is one of my favorite parts of the show. I love doing this. It's a ton oh, of yeah. fun. Oh yeah. Um, it's your final time until you come back as a guest. Yeah, so of it's fine. You're yeah. you're always welcome back. Thanks, buddy. So don't worry. Fans of the show, I'm going to drag him back here at some point to to guest on it. Obviously, we're going to have to talk about some of the movies that I've. Been continuously yes. begging to do, and that's the, that. Do. That'll be the that'll be the way to get you back. Is be yeah. like it's whatever you want, whatever <laughs> whatever movie you want, Josh. Just come back on the show. Side out, side out, side out. Okay, uh, let's go okay. in three, okay, two, one, Ben, go. Okay, so we start off with this uh, Mitchell Goosen and his buddy. They're surfing. They're catching some sick waves. He well, they start rollerblading. Oh, yeah, sorry, they start rollerblading. Then yeah. they rollerblade to they jump off and then they're on a surfboard and they're surfing yeah. and it's beautiful yeah. and it's California Great and they're cut. loving life and um and then. And he goes back. He's like, yeah, everything's perfect. Our lives are amazing. See you tomorrow at the same time. Not if I die tonight. Not if I die tonight. Yeah, weird thing for a teenager yeah. to say. Uh, he goes back to his parents, and they're like, hey, we have news. He's like, oh, my God, which one of you are dying? Who died? Yeah. The dog died? What happened? No, the dog's right here. Is he dying? <laughs> Anyways, uh, they say, we're going to Australia. He goes, oh, sick. The waves are amazing. And then he's, they're like, nope, we're going. You're going to Cincinnati. Which me being from knows Hawaii, anything about Ohio. Me, me being from Ohio. Since it, they call it Cincinnati for a reason. Ooh, I like that. Uh, I but that. so, anyways, he gets to Cincinnati and immediately there's snow and he brings his surfboard along and he meets his crazy aunt and uncle and his cousin or his cousin who looks kind of like 
uh, Claire Danes from my so-called yes, life. Yeah. You've got a beret, <laughs> red he has glasses. a beret and the red hair. Anyways, take it away. And so they meet him at the airport, and you think that, like, Seth Green's gonna kind of be an a-hole, but he's, like, really, he's just trying to be a cool guy, and, like, he doesn't know his identity yet. So they, they go, and he's still got his surfboard, and he's like, I don't go anywhere without my stick. It's like my arm or my leg or something. <laughs> and then, uh, they get to their house, and he's like, you, you play hockey? Oh, cool, I like hockey. And then, uh, which, weird, because Cincinnati doesn't really have a hockey team. Not that many people play hockey in Cincinnati. No, I'm just saying. Uh, hockey's not a big sport in Ohio. No, yeah, at not all. at all. Uh, so, uh, then he, he goes to school the first day, and all the chicks love him, because he's California girl, or California guy, and every guy hates him, because he's like, chill, bro. And these weird fantasy sequences. Yeah, weird fantasy sequence, and then he meets, uh, Jack, who's like the badass in the school, and they're like, you gotta play hockey, Ben, take it. And, and then, and he, he, for some reason, Mitchell, Minute 25. with all of his sports knowledge and all of this, he goes out there to play hockey, and he shoots the puck into their own goal and yeah. loses the game for him. Yeah. That I don't understand how he would not know that. And right. then uh, they're all mad at him and stuff, and then they start bullying him, and then there's this, mon- on him. this montage of pranks where they take his clothes from the locker, they pour water oh, forgot, on him. At the first hockey game, he meets Nikki. Oh, he meets Nikki, yes. He becomes yes, a love yes, interest. He becomes a love interest. So then they get pranked and bullied and stuff, and he's like, well, I'm not going to stand up for this anymore, you know? And um, he goes on these dates with Nikki to like a botanist farm or whatever, like a plant uh, biodome. It's called atrium. It's like a, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> it's like a, a conservatory. A conservatory, yes. Forty nine seconds. So, anyways, they go to this conservatory. They have this nice date, and he's like, "I'd take it. Um, I'd meet Gandhi, blah blah blah, and you. This is who I'd want to have dinner with." And then, um, and then they they kiss or whatever. Seconds. And then uh, Jack comes in, and it's her. It's his his sister, and he's Nikki pissed. His sister. And then, so then, take it away, Josh. Thirty so, seconds. So then, so uh, so like Mitchell is a is a uh, he's like, oh, nobody was worth fighting for in this town. Not you, not you, not anybody. And Nikki's like, "Well, fuck you. I thought we were going to have lunch with me and Gandhi." Really Tom Kern, yeah, he's like, what the hell? And then Gloria, who's on a date with uh, Wiley, is like, you're not too bad. And then all of a sudden, uh, they go and they play street hockey because it's now it's a little bit in springtime. They're out of ice. And uh, shit. And uh, he, deep he, he deep pants his Blaine. Blaine's the evil guy. And they're like, you've got to come eight. and race and beat the preps. And they got to go down the devil's backbone, which is hands on the greatest race Five. sequence in the world. They, they, he jumps Three, on the truck and, he, uh, and they save the day and they win and then kiss game over. That's actually pretty accurate. Woo! That may be your most accurate last 30 seconds. You went out on top. Thanks, oh, man. Woo! That was coherent and made sense. You didn't even go into. <laughs> I watched the last my last three minutes of uh, Cobra last week when I was like, <laughs> it just became gibberish. Oh shit! We should do a. Oh, I wish we could do that. We should do a supercut of all your thirty seconds. <laughs> it's just like that. the best moments of your thirty seconds. Hey, it's... popcorn talk, get on that. All right. <laughs> yeah, can you make me a goodbye hey, you... video of just me yelling at the end of thirty seconds yeah. of three minutes about a movie? Yeah, Thanks. You guys, Appreciate go that. ahead. Go ahead. Right. Um, you got some somebody here. That so can do that's that. the movie uh, of Airborne um, the, in under three minutes, basically. Now let's dissect. Let's I mean, talk. where to begin? I have notes. Okay. I, I don't know if I need them, but I'll look. I will say that there's something nerve-wracking about rollerblading really fast down streets with cars. Yeah. Oh, man. That that scene was actually intense for me when I was watching it. I was like... Even the opening scene. I was like, holy shit. This, yeah. And, they're you know, they're surfing. They're kind of badass, like, Southern California dudes. Like, he talks more about sunsets in this movie than I've talked about Chipotle in the last two years. Yeah, and you talk about Chipotle a, a lot. lot. Yeah. A lot. Um, I can't wait until I get E. coli and then I can't eat there anymore. Because <laughs> I need something to sour my experience. I keep going. Why like, do you keep eating Chipotle? Yeah. I got food poisoning from Subway. Never gone back. Never Never. Never. Anyway, so um, this this movie, what I think, I, I mean, I guess what makes it guilty is the, the, the cheesiness movie. of the it. Movie. It's not the entire movie. All the stunt sequences are awesome, but the movie's yes. silly. But it's fun. It silly. is silly. Like, it's very fast. It's yeah. an hour and a half. Like they don't mess around with any kind of plot exposition at nope. all. Nope. The only exposition that's slow in the movie is the opening sequence because it's just rollerblading, then surfing, and then an exposition. That's ten minutes of I, an I, hour and a half movie. I fast forwarded through that. Did you? After a little bit, I was just like, okay, they're just, oh, they're, just come surf- on. they're just surfing. What? You gotta let it. You gotta absorb the surface. It's eleven o'clock at night. In that salt water. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get yelled at by somebody. You gotta be Mitchell Goose on Twitter. You gotta get that hair. He did have sick early '90s hair though. He did. I always wanted that Mitchell Goose and hair, but unfortunately, my hair grows like a Jewish afro. (laughs) It's a Jew fro. Mine, 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 the bigger it gets, it just gets bushy and curly. My brother had cool hair. Like it looks like I'm wearing a helmet of hair when my hair grows. Like if yeah. Oh, exactly. One hundred percent. Like Toad from Mario Brothers. Just like a. 
Yeah. The coolest my hair has ever been is if I wear a hat and I have long hair, I get like the frills out the side. You know, I get like a little bit of hockey hair. Our hair is the exact same. Yeah, we're the same person. We're the same person. Um, Um, But no, Mitchell Goosen reminded me of like a a cooler Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes, definitely. If that's possible. It's a shame that he like he could have had a really good 90s career, I feel like. I don't know if this movie did it or because really like the main stars of this movie really didn't do much besides him, besides uh, Jack Black and uh, what's his name? The guy, the uh, freaking Seth hit. Green. Seth Green. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the the aunt and uncle went on to be like character voices yeah, and actors every, and stuff. They're in a ton of stuff. Yeah. But um, the guy that played Jack has worked a lot, but all in like small stuff. Yeah. Um, I've met the girl that plays Nikki, Brittany yeah. Powell. She's very nice. She's super cool. She does. She a was lot in Lost. Of, she does a lot of sketch comedy with these guys. I know and a lot of uh, web stuff with them. She's okay. super sweet. Um, yeah. I should have thought of it ahead of time, but I didn't know she was in it until like midnight last <laughs> night. And then I was like, then today when I texted her, I was like, oh, I should have contacted her yes. to see if she wanted to come on. My God. But it's all right. We got to do the final one. Yeah. As buddies. Two, as buddies. <laughs> as buddies. As Mike Lowry. Uh, Mitchell Goosey and, and Wiley. And Wiley. I'm totally Wiley in this circumstance. Just no. minus the super weird feminine hair. Yes. Yeah. No, I will say, uh, one, that when he gets there, he is totally... Like the girls love him immediately. That's that's the guilty stuff for me. Is the just the ridiculous um, extremes this movie goes to, yeah. where like, like we were talking about before, these fantasy sequences. For those of you who haven't seen this movie, it starts off very linear. It's yeah. plots, some jokes. The second he gets in the classroom, suddenly Jack, the jock, who looks. Ten years older than everyone, um, maybe twenty. He looks like he's in his thirties. I feel like he should be a lumberjack, in, yes. uh, like an oil town. Yes, he that look, sense? Yeah, that makes perfect. Yeah. Like a logging town, a logging. Yeah, town. yeah, a logging. Right, town. You know what I mean? Like I mean, northern. They, but Canada. they they also drill for oil in right. this logging right, town. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but he he looks at him, and there's this weird moment where the music changes for the first time. Yeah, and he runs and tackles him out the window or yeah. something, and you're like, what the fuck? What was that? Right. Are we going to do that from here on out? Right. And then the girls, the second this California guy comes in, they're all like, mm-hmm. yeah. And the girl has a boy, and Jack, the one Jack girl is, is the boyfriend. Yeah. Jack is they the never crazy, show angry them together. boyfriend. They never show them together. Like, I could smell, like, d- freaking domestic violence coming oh, yeah. from him. And he's like, don't talk to him. And she's like, I'm in the hockey game. Yeah, it's just so weird. How she was re- kind of hot. I liked her. And her friend was even sexier than the redhead. Uh, yeah. She was like a fatter Claire Danes. I was into it. I was into it, too. Yeah. The, a fatter Claire Danes. Well, that just, that just means a normal-sized human being. There. Yes, correct. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking Claire Danes in my so-called life. Okay, okay. I love Claire Danes. Don't oh, get me wrong. Homeland. Me she's great on Homeland, Amazing. too. But, uh, but it's just so weird to me how uh, almost, I don't want to say slutty because that's not the right word but just how like immediately smitten they are Ugh. just because he's from california yeah even though from, he's a good looking dude yeah but even though from like just a like a uh, if you want to quantify attractiveness you would think that jack would be even still deemed more attractive because he's more buff, buff. he's like more masculine he's the jock he's the popular yeah. kid so it just doesn't make sense that every girl is like, and then they have fantasy sequences too, where he's shirtless and like sunbathing. He does the, he does the uh, there's a sound effect of him like pulling out sunglasses like a gun from a holster. A, you know, like, <laughs> which I've tried to do so many ridiculous. a time. And also those Oakley sunglasses that he wears are, were my dream sunglasses when I was 10 or Everybody 11. Everybody wanted Oakley's oh, when, God, when we were so 10 or 11. Cool. Here's it. That's what is the guiltiest for me. Is I wish they would have continued doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. But after that one sequence, they dropped the fantasies completely. And well, they, yeah. It's like, I, I think guess. there's like one other. There's a dream sequence, yeah. which is a dream sequence. So it's not that. But there's nothing other like the fantasy ones. Mm-mm. And what's crazy is so like all the, at the beginning is so they talk about how uh, they've never beaten the preps in hockey. They're tired of losing, and it's not really established if the preps go to school with them. Or if they no. go to rival high schools, or if they, assume, if they both hate each other in the same school. I always assume, while I was watching it, I assumed they were like a public school, and these guys were like a private, private school. Because they all... But they're not wearing like sanctioned uniforms. Nope. It's just it a just pickup game. It just looks like a game. street hockey intramural pickup right. game. Yeah, and it's like... And Jack Black is wearing pads, but no upper pads. He's just got like a t-shirt on and, and goalie pads. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we don't have enough guys to play in today's game. So, 
you're only playing hockey, which is extremely exhausting. You're only sports. playing with the exact number. With this, and you're like, Wiley, you're in. There's nobody else in this school that has any athletic ability. Wiley, you're in. He's like, oh, I love hockey. I'm born for hockey. My dad drives a Zamboni. And then, he's, and then he doesn't know anything about hockey. Yeah. He's never played hockey. And then he gets destroyed. Yeah. Right? So then they bring in the only other guy in the stands that could possibly play hockey, which is Mitchell Guzin. Yeah. Who is on, good on rollerblades, but has never seen ice before. But he's like, whatever. He gets on the ice. Yeah, and apparently he's never played street hockey or watched hockey or nope. seen how it nothing at all that's the biggest stretch for yes. me where i'm like well, he, means california you know people out here in california they don't really like hockey but there's I mean, a lot of la kings fans now I true like. but just this is 93 just ask jay uh jay jay, uh, jay flats jay do you know jay flats no, I don't think he so. does uh, the warm-up for the the la kings okay um and he's a comedy guy too got it got i it. forgot you don't know him no he's cool yeah good um, good t-shirt cannon. Oh, I love the t-shirt cannon. I love it too. I want that. For, I never get one. I've I want never that for Chipotle one. burritos. <laughs> I sorry to bring up Chipotle again, but yeah, chicken, chicken steak. Yeah, I got it. Is there potato vegetables in this? How about in at the, the hot dog we cannon? We should get Chipotle after yeah. this. There, you know the hot dog cannon oh, yeah. uh, at the at the Pirates games in, in Pittsburgh. When you get the hot dog in the thing, it says. Not edible. Please redeem for actual edible hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't eat the you can't eat the like the, the hot dog. It's just for fun. Yeah. Don't, don't eat please this. don't eat this. Do, do not eat this. Whatever you do, don't not put this. You in your don't mouth. understand the amount of chemicals that happen in the reaction when it's fired from the gun. <laughs> it, it, it's a lot. They've been sitting in this bag unrefrigerated for like three days. Yes. Yeah. Don't do it. In fact, half of it's plastic. So just <laughs> it's legit all plastic. It's, yeah. Uh, so That's then amazing. Mitchell scores on the own goal, and then Jack legit gives him a concussion. Yeah, yeah, like that's a major concussion. Yeah, they're they're huge assholes. Yes, and then this movie's really about it. Uh, it's an anti-bullying campaign because they're really, huge bullies to but him. Those like, pranks. First of all, I never went to a school where they hung the toilet paper on chains above the stalls. I don't understand that. And then two, because how would you reach it if you're sitting on the toilet? Yeah, you have to you'd reach have up to, to like, grab You'd it. have to be like, eh, Got and then pinch? stand, eh, and no. then stand. That doesn't make any sense. No, it's very unsanitary. Yeah. Uh, then, I also don't remember anyone ever shitting in high school because it was your worst. Oh, I would never. You couldn't. The, the only Unless time. Unless I legit like was going to die. Yeah. And then you would go during class. Because yes. I don't know if it happened to you, but anytime. Uh, in between classes? Anytime in between classes, if you had to, people would throw shit at you. They'd be like, yeah. oh shit, it stinks in here, and throw stuff. And it's like, yeah. fuck People it. would start a cigarette and then throw it in the stall to make it's it look like, like you were smoking a cigarette so you get in trouble. Yeah, it's like, what are you What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. People shit. Why are high schoolers such idiots? Assholes. They're yeah. assholes. Yeah. They're complete uh, assholes. We had, thank, when I became team captain uh, of a, of the swim team, we had our own private bathroom. So I could go down and use that because I had a key to oh, it. Oh, that's awesome. But uh, but other than that. Man, that is, that's the keys to the key. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It was amazing. But so, um, but so then they prank him, and then the best part is, is like his aunt who's like, "Oh, we got a good, we got a message there from your parents, and your dad got poison oak. And, uh, it's a big deal." I think oh, he said he contracted poison yeah, oak, which I'm like, can which, you contract? Which that? in spoofs, which anybody that knows anything about botany should know that poison oak only exists in the United States, not Australia. A bunch of idiots. I read that on IMDb. What a bunch of morons. <laughs> and then he gets his rollerblades and then a sick, Ooh. sick oh. rollerblading montage. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, it looks wanted... like it's legit him doing all that stuff. I think it is. Most Maybe. of it. Most but of it. A lot of the, like, if you read an IMDb thing, a lot of Team Rollerblade was in the movie and in the mm-hmm. Devil's Backbone sequences. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, the, the, I've always wanted to like go to some underground half pipe where kids are just like, oh, yeah. and like you skate through some abandoned underground overpass. Like, I where love was that? So cool. I just love how he's just amassing an army that never really shows up or helps out no, anyway. Like, I thought when he was building, because he skates by Jumps like down a huge yeah. flight of stairs. Yeah. He skates by like a bunch of skateboarders. They join him. A bunch of bike, uh, like BMXers Whoa! join him. And then they all watch him like, this guy's amazing. Yeah. And then they come back to cheer at the devil's backbone at the end, but they have no other purpose in the no, plot. I uh-uh. thought they were going to be like, they were going to be his new crew that would take on, uh, maybe, maybe like the other guys would get injured in a final hockey game yes. battle or something. And he'd have to bring on his crew and then they'd annihilate the preps. You would think that it would end in some sort of hockey. Yeah. Cause they build up hockey, hockey, hockey. hockey. And then they're like, nope. Fuck hockey. We're not doing that anymore. Race. <laughs> Race. What? And the more times somebody says, Hey, Jack, the rules are there, there are, are no, no rules. rules. <laughs> Which, basically, if you're doing the Devil's Backbone, all you should be doing is just punching all the other dudes. Yeah, because, I mean, for being no rules, they're very courteous of each other. I mean, besides Blaine, who keeps going like, "Uh, get away, get away, there's really not that many 
accidents no. or whatever. They're all... I'm pretty sure there's one guy who died. Yes. Because there's the one guy who lands underneath the car. Uh-huh. And they make sure you know that the car stops. But still, if at you that hit a car speed, going full speed, you're dead. At that speed, at least with major your neck here and yeah. major major injuries. And then there's the one guy who just keeps laughing a lot. Who's like, <laughs> oh, I have, who's that. With I have that laugh. Who's can, with... can we play that laugh real quick? Since we just mentioned it, worst laugh ever. Ever. <laughs> Go play it again. That's the guy's laugh. Go ahead. You can play it one more time. That's a human being's laugh. Go ahead one more time. And if you could play that just one more time. And if one more time. And then one more time. See, what, just so I can't. Yeah, one more time in the headphones. And it, it's you. Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> and, 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 hold on a minute. There you go. And, and catch it. And catch it. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It doesn't sound, It sounds like. Can you imagine? Like, okay, listen, we needed you to audition for this role. Can you laugh for us? And he just went. And they're like, all right, well, we got him. He sounds like a, he sounds like a real crony because he's, he's basically like the crony in A Christmas Story. Yeah, he's you know? he's, he's that eighties and nineties stereotype yeah. of like the crony, the guy who's hanging out with the bully, who's like anything the bully says, he's like, you hear Blaine? He's so funny. Yeah. Oh, Blaine, you're just so cool. Blaine, you're so great at rollerblading and hockey. Hey, Blaine, is it weird that when your pants got pulled down, I stared at your ass too long? Hey, Blaine, how about when he scored on the other goal? Hey, Blaine, I cut off a bunch of your hair and I have it as a, in my collection. Of, I cut your hair. <laughs> hey, 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 Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Hey, uh, are you, what are you, dating server guy? Hey, Gloria, cool lipstick. You guys ever seen Saved by the Bell, the new class? I don't know. I, I keep letting you go. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's so weird. It's, and then, like, I feel like even All laughs when he's like fall. two words and then... And he falls in the trees that I think he even laughs. Yeah. Like, there's death-defying things Stunts. that happen yeah. where people would not be alive. And the weird part is is that uh, he scores on the own goal, and then you hear this in the bathroom right before they ice down the toilet paper. Did you notice that? Oh. Or did you think that was Jack's Black Thoughts? Because you hear this. This is where I got the clip from. Really? Yep. It's, but it's clearly the crony. Yeah, it's clearly the crony. And isn't it interesting, Jack Black's performance in this? Because you see, instant, he's great. You see, you see instances of where he's gonna kind of go off the handle, meet this guy, yeah, you know, and be yeah. like the be the be the tenacious D dude. But right. he's more uh, understated than I expected for such a silly movie. I like. Him I think he's it. like a really good actor in this. Uh, yeah, you I could mean, tell he he was going to be a star yeah. just by this role. Oh, you could tell. You could tell him. Oh, oh my God! My favorite moment in this whole movie that I. I fell over laughing is the uh, I gotta get ready for my date montage like oh. the pretty woman montage no no it's I'm too sexy it's I'm too sexy yeah right said Fred too sexy for my love too, too sexy, sexy for my love love's going to leave me I'm on the model you know what I mean and I do my little turn okay we gotta cut it we're gonna lose copyright okay perfect yep yep you're right it just sounded too much like it yeah I know sounded too much like it and then he where is he getting these outfits I don't know and and Mitchell just keeps laughing. Yeah. It's like they just filmed Mitchell for a solid minute and just said, laugh for a minute. Yeah. And then they just keep cutting to the same laugh. And <laughs> and then Wiley comes out in these completely ridiculous... and each, Cowboy, biker, uh, uh, offensive rap guy. Belly, belly shirt. Belly, right said Fred shirt. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, what, was the, what was the final one? Um, uh, and he had like a weird like, oh, the three-pronged, three-pronged hair thing. And each time he seems genuinely upset, like he thought these were like good this was ideas. Gonna work. Yeah. And I'm like, first off, Mitchell, you come off like. And then a- he does the Popeye montage, the monologue. He's like, Popeye, I am what I am. I am what I am. Yeah. And that's all you got to be, bro. And then he shows up in like just jeans and a t shirt. It's very simple. Yeah. But that whole montage, it's like his reaction. Uh, at first, I was like, oh, he's just fucking with Mitchell, right? And then I'm like, no. No, Wiley legit thinks these are good wardrobe choices. I mean, in Wiley's defense, and they're Mitchell, terrible. And Mitchell <laughs> just keeps laughing he like an it. asshole. He loves it. He could it. give some constructive criticism. Maybe. Like, hey, halfway through, been like, hey, maybe a little less like a backup dancer for Madonna and a little bit more like a human being. Correct. Or, or a, you know, Yo MTV raps VJ that got, you know. Dan Chan, Julie Brown. Yeah. Maybe. You look like. Yeah. Ta- you look like Tabitha Soar in MTV News. Ka, ka, ka. You know, an MTV oh, yeah. is there. Oh, yeah. Because uh, oh, this yeah. is an MTV movie. 
Like, no, no, no. But yeah, I mean, but it it's like very, it, yeah. very feeling of an MTV movie. Um, but then here, okay, the date scene. That was the funniest scene to me. Oh, the without a doubt. Movie, yeah, the montage. That's the guiltiest of the guilty part of the movie. And I think. the, and the, uh, most silly flash, yeah. uh, um, fantasy sequences. Yeah. But I loved all of it. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. See, I knew I'd get you on board with this I was movie. Cra- I knew it. I knew I it. I was cracking up. I knew it. Now, here's, after this is when they go on the date and Wiley wrecks a car. Let's see what uh, else I have. And they have like a pacer. And then they go to the waterfront before dinner based on Nikki's idea because she wants like a romantic walk. Because deep down, she's kind of a little bit of a slut, which is awesome. Awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. They play her down like she's playing Jane, Sarah, plain and tall. But, oh, yeah. No, no, no. She's down. But she's definitely hot. All right. Now, here's here's the scene. The worst, as I'm calling this, the worst love scene ever. So if you could have lunch with any three people in the entire world, alive, dead, fictitious, I don't care. Who would it be? <laughs> what kind of question is that? It's a fun one. Come on. Well, I'd have to say Tom Curran. Greatest surfer alive. Now, that would be cool. And um, maybe Gandhi. Not for lunch, and you watch. And the third one? I have to say you. <gasps> me. You could have lunch with anyone in the world, and you would choose me. You're not just anyone. Man, you could drive a truck through that pause. I mean, first of all, okay. Let me. I'm maybe Gandhi. Maybe. Maybe Gandhi. Maybe Gandhi. Not over just, over Nikki from Cincinnati. Not just. Definitely Gandhi. Yeah. Maybe Gandhi. He references Gandhi like nine times in this damn movie. Yeah, maybe him, but not for lunch because Gandhi fasts. Yeah, you because know, Gandhi was a surfer. I get that joke that Gandhi um, fasts. Okay. He he met Nikki at the hockey game. They talked for all of two minutes. Then they oh, skated yeah. around in, on uh, a conservatory before she got well, on her he bus. Did. And then yeah. she just went, Stop! Don't, oh my God, what are you doing? You're get and he, he knows all of his flowers. Because uh, his parents are botanists. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Or no, they're working with the wombat in Australia. Which I don't know how he knows all these obscure flowers. Because he's from California. We got all kinds of flowers out yeah, here. All Californians in touch with themselves, uh, man. Yeah, I talk to the flowers. I learn their backstory. I hear their family drama, and I help them. Let me tell you a little something about California. You gotta get to LA sometime and see the sunsets, man. It's just you've never seen a sunset like a California sunset. Yeah. Well, you've never uh, seen a sunset either, because they're all, you know it's like can't really see. And in Cincinnati, no. you can if you because you just have to tour, look west if you, you want to yeah, see go outside. You just go outside. No, it's not the same. It's, not, it's, it's, on, the it's on the ocean. But you know, if you're in Santa Monica, it really isn't set right there because we're in a weird kind of geographical yeah. spot. You kind of got to look towards Palace. And if it's too cloudy, it just kind of disappears after a while. Just a little darker. Gets than behind normal. the smog, and you can't see shit anyway. Yeah, but this is the '90s before smog but really got really bad. Matter, you know. Yeah. But let me tell you, Popeye is. I mean, that's I. His voice after a while really gets to me. His, yeah, he's just never nothing ever phases him, which I could see as a kid being like. I want to be like Mitchell, where nothing phases me. But as an adult, I'm like, fuck you, get hey, upset about something. Yeah, do it. And that's why I was so He's stoked. Like, he, he injured one kid in a boogie boarding incident, and they'll never fight again. Give me a break, yeah. Mitchell. Goes and grows a set of testicles and get in a fight. And when he, when, but he says something similar to what you just said when he goes, I don't give two left testicles about yeah. you. And I'm like, do you have an abnormality? Do you have three testicles? Are you the crash test dummies? I'm just wondering. Mm-hmm. Do you have three? Mm-hmm. Remember when that rumor went around that he had three testicles because he had to sing so low? That was one through my eyes. Is that what happened? That's a 90s reference, guys. Crash those dummies. Um, Okay. Uh, but I felt like that. That's the one scene that always makes me cringe. Oh, because God. okay, it's again, brutal. he's hung out with this girl for all of two minutes, and he's putting her in his top three. Listen, I was on MySpace for a year, and I didn't put half of my really good friends in my top eight. No, my mom's not even in my favorites of texting. I I know. Just saying. I get you it. You can't man. put Nikki from Cincinnati in your top but three. You haven't even seen her naked. What if she got like a weird third nipple? But maybe that's what he was trying to do. Oh, that's what he's because he's and smooth he, like he that. He was trying to. So he's like real. He's like real calm and chill and Buddha on the outside, but on the inside, when you get him, he wants to just totally tear that ass up. Just, just tear it up. <laughs> tear take her, it take up. her down in the basement. Kick Wiley out of his bedroom and go nuts in that basement. Put her on the surfboard. Like you ever ridden a surfboard in your butthole? And have you man, ever been ridden on a surfboard? <laughs> yeah, oh zing! <laughs> And then, then in comes Blaine. Blaine is gonna just fart in their French fries. Oh, yeah. And we have the scene where now Jack has come in. Blaine is pissed. By the way, I think Nikki is an, is a nice lady and wouldn't have done that. She wouldn't have slept with him on the first date. She's no, definitely too, not. She, I, we we're commenting on Mitchell's hidden yes, 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 hidden yes, yes. hormonal teenage agenda. Correct, correct. He wanted to tear that up. Yep. 
Yeah. Nikki would have. No, Nikki, very Nikki classy broad. She would have waited. She's yes. clearly classy. Of course. Yes. Uh, and then, <laughs> <laughs> so they try and like get up in Blaine's face. Now this is when Wiley gets some. Uh, he gets a little bit of uh, retribution. He yeah. gets thrown against the wall, and that's when Gloria's like, "Maybe he is like a kind, sensitive soul." It took him yeah. getting a major concussion uh, at a restaurant. I mean, no, and I will she also flips say, out of one eighty there. Oh yeah, because she's just like, "Ew, you're disgusting." <clears throat> I'm, gonna, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna try and cough, and I cough yeah. in your face. Hey, she chivalry, in his chivalry face will when he win your heart. Her. She, yeah, chivalry is a you know it's a good thing. You know, all he had to do was stand up and get pushed down. Yep. Uh, I will Man, say that the I owners got... of this restaurant are terrible. Terrible. There was like a series, like eight minute long fight scene There's between four different people, and not a single waiter comes over and goes, no, "Guys, like, can you take it outside?" Or hey, the owner? Uh, you owe me eight dollars that plate you just broke. Yeah, guys, uh, that's um, that's all. That's a you know, you didn't come out to come in here and just ruin their dinner. Mm-mm. Having a nice dinner, they were doing something cool. It was a private affair. Come Mitchell on, says, Blaine. and then in comes Jack and Jack and Blaine. Blaine looks like you know what I just realized. The older brother from Home Improvement. No, Blaine looks like he grows up to be one of the villains in Die Hard. One of the German Carl. <laughs> he looks like he grows. He looks like he grows up to be the guy with the glasses that ho ho ho. No, I have a machine, I have a machine gun. gun. He looks like that guy, uh, or that guy's son. I hate to be. I didn't want to ruin the surprise, but Blaine, come on in! Come on in, Blaine! <laughs> oh man, just kidding, audience. Just Sorry, kidding. we don't have him. Oh. Uh, but then, then uh, Blaine, who's the, the serial '90s overactor, preppy boy with oh, the cool God, jacket, he is terrible. Uh, he this is this is his Jack moment, which I love. Jack. <laughs> Let him make up her own mind. Jack. Uh, can we play it one more Let time? Let him make up her own mind. Jack. And one more time if you can. Let him make up her own mind. Jack. Like when I go to the Jack in the Box and the woman mm-hmm. at the, the uh, drive-thru, she's like, you sure you don't want the the double Jack with cheese? And I'm like... Let him make up her own mind. Jack. You know, I actually was in a Jack in the Box commercial mm-hmm. with, oh. a, with a young lady. And the director was getting on her case just about her choices and saying, you know, you're not acting, you're not doing the right thing and all this stuff. And I just looked at him and I was like, hey. Let him make up room, my Jack. Yeah. And it was right around that same time that I was kind of hanging out with Jack Nicholson a lot. I was going mm-hmm. to Lakers game with him, hanging out mm-hmm. at his place. And he's notorious for having a lot of girls at his place. And he recommended that we all play naked volleyball. And this one girl just didn't want to play naked volleyball. Yeah. And so I just said. Let him make up room, my Jack. Which she ended up playing naked volleyball, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, uh, my dad used to golf with Jack Nicholas. Oh, not yeah. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholas. And uh, my and, he, and Jack Nicholas was trying to like pressure my mom into golfing too. And she's like, I got a tennis elbow from an injury right. a long time ago, yeah. and I don't want to. And he's like, Come on, come on, Debbie. That's my mom's name. Yeah. And my dad just looked at him. Even though Jack Nicholas is his hero, he looked at him and he said, Jack. He paused. My dad likes to take long pauses yeah. before he, he, he tells people off. And I, I, I could plug this really well for you. Uh, ben was in a um, web series called 24 Months. Ah, yes, yes, uh, yes, based yes, on yes. the Fox show 24. My favorite, which show. Is, My favorite show of all time. Amazing show. And uh, Jack Bauer was actually in the writing session for 24 minutes because he was a producer on the show. Jack Bauer, the fictional character, wasn't. Yes. Yep, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. he, and Chloe was there as well. And Chloe yeah. was like, I don't really want to do that. And Jack was screaming at her. And I just pulled him aside and said... Let him make up room, my Jack. Yeah, totally. yeah. Damn it! I wish I would have thought of a Jack Bauer See? one. See? Ah, no, I can't. I, I, well, that. I plugged your. I didn't want to plug. I plugged your web series yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I just deleted someone's comment today off of my YouTube channel because they were being aggressively awful towards yeah. people. And one time I, on I was interviewing Jack Black for the movie D Train. And uh, we were mm-hmm. talking about it, and I, I brought up the movie Airborne, and um, he was like, "Oh, that movie's terrible." And he was telling his assistant, and I screamed at him. Let him make up room, my Jack. Which she appreciated, and I think everybody in the room really appreciated. Yeah. Air, you know that airborne. You know, it, it, it's a classic. And yeah. I think some people just get a little. Uh, you know, um, I, at one point um, we were carving pumpkins. Oh yeah. You know, a jack o' lantern, and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and my buddy there was like just just saying, telling Renee what to do and how to carve it. And, you know, kind of like you say, hit the road, Jack. You know, she's, yeah. he's saying, like, carve it this way. Come on, you're making the jack-o'-lantern all bad. And you're, you don't do a stupid cat. That's not what you're supposed to do. And she just looks at him and goes, let him make up room, my Jack. She was talking in the third person about herself. Right. Like, defending herself. It's a hat on a hat on a hat. Yeah, it's very inception And, like, hit the road, Jack. And yeah. jack-o'-lantern. That was a stretch. Not my best one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Good ending. Good ending. Let's move on from that. Now, now we head into the rollerblading uh, Oh my game. goodness. Which, as we know, now here's the thing. After the fight, Nikki wants nothing to do with Mitchell Goosen. She gives him the cold shoulder he's at a school. Huge, he's a douche. I get that he douched he, him. He douched I, get, him. I get that he totally has all this built up anger, but man, he unloads to like. Oof. When he, he could have been. Oof. 
If he already said he maybe wants to meet, have lunch with Gandhi, but not, but definitely Nikki, in that monologue, all he had to do was say, I don't give a shit about anyone here. I don't care. I'm not going to miss anybody except you, babe. I'm not going to miss you. Yeah. Like, that's all. Yeah, all he had to do. That's all he had to do. Yeah. You or anybody. And then Nikki, obviously. I mean, because, you know, maybe Nikki, maybe Nikki was looking to go to Pound Town in the basement of Aunt, <laughs> Uncle Louie and Aunt Pam's house. <laughs> you know what I mean? And 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 they the night was going really well, and then Blaine had a ruin, and then Mitchell had a ruin, and then Jack had a ruin. They all say goodbye to Pound Town. Say goodbye to Pound Town. Say goodbye to Pound Town. Say goodbye, my baby. And then Pound Town. He, she's like, Nikki, come on, I didn't mean to. You got to give me a chance. That Nikki's like, fuck off, you son of a bitch. But he just says that and doesn't. There's no swearing in this movie. Yeah. And then they have the rollerblading game, and Mitchell realizes that if in order to win Nikki's heart back. He's got to play in the hockey game. I just, I'm sorry, ever since you said Pound Town, I can't stop thinking of Uptown Girl, but instead, Pound, Pound Town Girl. Girl. That's the second Joel song. She's living in a white bread world. That's all that's been <laughs> going through my head, <laughs> is trying to figure out an alternate version of Uptown Girl with Pound Town I instead. I sometimes go to Otis Redding. Down in Pound Town. Down in Pound Town. Up on the sun, down in Pound Town. Okay, um, so so he goes in and Blaine's like, Blaine, you can't play that. But Mitchell's really good with, it and he's you know playing the thing. And then he's giving him the whole thing. You you suck. Blah, blah, blah. And then Mitchell goes for the ultimate friggin' prank where everybody freaks oh, out. Yeah, cause, well, no, because what it is is doesn't Blaine like tackle him and like mm-hmm. kind of beat him up a little bit. Yeah. And they're trying to get him to fight, and he's like, that, I'm not going to fight you, bro. Come on, bro. I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times, nobody's worth it. Yeah. He's got this, like, he's got this zen, uh, just complete um, will to not fight. Yes. Ever, no matter how far he's credit. pushed. you got to give him credit on that He one. has more of a drive to not fight than Captain America. I know. I mean, I he gets back up. Yep. And just doesn't fight. <laughs> nope. He is like Gandhi. And so On he, rollerblades. He, uh, Gandhi blades? Hair. He's Gandhi blades with perfect hair. Roller Gandhi? Roller Gandhi. That's what we have here. This movie should have been called Roller Gandhi. Airborne. I believe I'm smelling a sequel. Airborne sequel. 2, Roller Gandhi. Bring back Mitchell Goosen. He's now trained. Guys, we could do the Creed version of Airborne. Where so we do Mitchell Goosen's kid? Yeah, or Wiley's kid. Or and Mitchell Nikki Goosen. and Mitchell Goosen have a kid. Yes. And Nikki dies. And Mitchell Goosen oh, is man. paralyzed in an auto accident started by Blaine. And yeah. Wiley has to train the kid. And Wiley's now the Sylvester Stallone character. And he's like, hey, uh, you know, I, I don't do this anymore. And maybe he doesn't talk exactly like Stallone because that's too on the nose. But come on. We have. And uh, this movie would be nominated. <laughs> I know Creed wasn't. <laughs> bullshit, by the way. I agree. Bullshit. 100% bullshit. Creed was better than Bridges Spies. So he pantses Blaine. Blaine yes. loses it. Five minutes. Uh, We're getting kicked out. They yeah. Uh, it's like the Golden Globes right now. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap, wrap it, up. it up. Wrap it up. Wrap so it up. So then, then uh, he pants his blade. Everybody freaks out. Jack Black. They all now he's on their side. Now it's like the coolest. And now we go to the Devil's Backbone. Can we play the Devil's Backbone clips? Devil's backbone. Oh yeah, it's only the most dangerous hill in the whole town. He's the last guy who even tried to walk down that hill. He just got so messed up. He forgot who he was. I saw him. He pins in his head. And his, oh. well, that- yeah. Well, that, that description just goes south so yeah. quick. He's just, poor guy. It's he almost just like died. he just walking down a hill. I feel like he ad-libbed that during a take, and then they were like, oh, we're going to use it. And he's like, wait, wait, yeah. wait, what? This is, I, the last guy who tried to walk down it got so messed up. He just, I saw him. He had pins in his head and... <laughs> Ugh. This was a Seth Green learning at an improv moment yeah. of the movie. I mean, because now he's fantastic at yeah. improv, but during this, not, not so, so much. Good. It's and you watch it and you're like, you could walk down this hill and yeah, be fine. Be okay, isn't that like a? I mean, the main dangers of the hill are cars, the cars. <laughs> and it's not even that one. It's the Devil's Backbone Hill, but then the race goes through like a stadium and a parking lot and like across All, a, a freeway over the entire city of Cincinnati. It yeah. seems like, and I'm pretty it's sure really an obstacle course. Yeah. And how does, who mapped it out and how did anyone know the route ahead of time? It, it just seems like. Oh, because it's been passed down from generation to just generation. Mitchell's, that, he wasn't uh, made aware. They didn't think no, to tell they, him they the route. They first started uh, riding down the Devil's Backbone and go karts back in the yep. day. And then it yep. moved on to skateboards. Makes sense. And then rollerblades. And now, But Mitchell was not, they didn't decide to clue him in at no. all. They're like, where'd you go? Where'd they go? Oh, shit. Yeah. Come on, Mitchell, catch up. And then uh, they raced down the Devil's Backbone. There's which like is 12 it, dudes, or like 20 dudes I racing. will say, if you guys are listening, watch and want to see one of the greatest race scenes in the history of movies. Look it up on YouTube. I'm sure they have the clip. The, the whole Devil's Backbone clip. It's incredible. It's actually really good. It's really good. It's, it's really well good. shot. Now, I will say, the whole thing is amazing. Obviously, we know who wins the race because he 
saves the day. He jumps over a bridge onto a truck. He say he picks up Jeff off a parking garage. Isn't it? Blaine ends up in the river. river yeah. Front. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jumps off a parking deck onto a truck. That's then he helps. It, he helps Jack up. He could have just won. He could have just gone and yeah. won and let Jack, but he helps him up. But he helps him up. There's a lot of good life lessons for kids in this yeah, movie. Absolutely. Like rollerblading. And just, you know, not letting bullies push you around. Correct. Always being the, the nice just guy. pull their pants down yeah. instead. Right. You don't need to fight them. And then the movie just ends. Like, there's no epilogue. Yep. There's no, I like, are you going to stick around in Cincinnati? It's just, like, kiss and then straight to this song. Play the song, the end song for me real quick, because it's amazing. It, it sounds like the... Uh, the uh, Bobby Brown song? Too? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we're gonna make now, there's it a point after in this song all. Where he goes. Okay. This, this is this way, has, uh, way more no so, sense with no. This, movie this, is, this song is way cooler yeah. than any of the characters in the movie. Okay, here's my favorite part. And my personal limousine. What does that have to do with anything? Nothing. There's no like action. There's no mention of rollerblading. There's nothing that is That's said a cardinal in this sin song for a '90s movie. Tell me about in it. In the '90s, um, in the '80s and '90s, almost every movie was uh, had a theme song based on their movie afterwards. You know, like oh, yeah. we're, like this song should be like we're getting airborne, gonna roller skate down the hill, gonna can't you make it down the devil's back? Bow wow wow, gonna airborne. Gonna grab all them steps. Gonna come down. Hey, oh. Gonna do other terms that are about rollerblading that I don't know. Grind, spin, jump and cut. Gonna get out that old Mitchell goose and airborne. Gonna pound town. and pound town. Gonna pound town. <laughs> uh, so, oh guys, God. that was our episode just, with oh, Airborne. Shit. So good. Uh, so glad that we finally got to talk about it. It was a great way to go out. Um, it's been a fun run here. <sighs> I've had a, had a really good time. Uh, ben, thank you so much, man. It's, thank you for uh, bringing me on, man. I was, wouldn't I wouldn't be here if you didn't go to bat for me and bring me on. It's so been a, uh, it's been a blast here every Tuesday with you. Really, really enjoy it. Obviously. Um, and we will work together in the future. And you're welcome back anytime. Thanks, man. I appreciate and that. And you can, and you get full reign to say whatever ridiculous movie you want me to, <laughs> you want to force me to watch. Because now, I mean, you can do no wrong. Because Airborne was great. Ah, so. see, it's no stupid Sour Patch Kids. I mean, garbage, whatever the fuck. Garbage Real Kids is fantastic. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Alex Jarv will agree with me. Oh yeah, sure he will. <laughs> well, uh, Josh, we want to say goodbye and thank you for uh-huh. everyone here at Popcorn Talk. Look at and, that. Uh, just know. <laughs> thank you guys thank you guys so much uh really appreciate it it's been it's been a blast i will be back uh you guys know where to find me on twitter instagram my show between the sheets schmoes no collider ben tell the good people where they can find you at the ben begley and uh i'll post some stuff about funhouse very soon on there so just follow me there and follow us here we'll be here next week with a surprise new uh, interim host, and we're going to figure things out ben, in, the, in the aftermath of. I don't think Wild I could Man. leave the show in better hands than a man like yourself. Uh, you're one of my best friends in the world. Uh, you're fantastic at this. Well, thank you, sir. And uh, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at this! Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wild Man. Wild man from everyone here. Oh, uh, Stephen, that's amazing, man. Look at that, man. So, appreciate it. If you can't see Stephen right here, he's <laughs> you he guys brought a Steven. cake in. It says Thax, Thax Wild Man. It says Thax Wild Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I felt that spelling wasn't spelling. On this this is important. the guiltiest cake that's ever been made. Oh, oh, God, oh man, that is so good. That. Thank you so that. much. <laughs> Guys, thank you for watching. Until the next time, what is your guilty movie pleasure? Aww. If you pick me Producers up. Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.